Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is The Good Life. Food, wine, and all the good things of life. Now, here's the host of The Good Life, Guy Bauer. Yes, yes it is. Hope you had a good week. I hope you've been outside if you haven't. Man, you're messing up. It's really pretty outside. I'm looking forward to going home and doing a little, I got a little lawnmower work to do and then uh, working in the yard before some basketball starts this evening. Um, <coughs> excuse me. We're getting my guest on the phone. The book we're going to talk about is so cool. Uh, Meals and Memories with Nono, the grandfather, N-A-N-N-O. Remember, we've had... Uh, a book or two on in the past with Nona, Grandma. Uh, it's by Francesco Ivan. Frank uh, lives in New York. That's where his family roots began when they came from Italy. And it's about his grandfather and his food. Angelo Ivan was uh, a great man who lived to be 101, and there's probably a lot of reasons why he did that. One, he liked to exercise, and he had great food. The book has no pictures of food. And you know Guy is a big fan of food pictures. Uh, uh, not so much me taking them, but looking at them in books. And I often talk about scratch and sniff. But what the book is loaded with is old family pictures. It is so cool. I, I just love that. But we'll get that. Hopefully we'll get Francesco on the phone here soon. Try him again, Max. Uh, I mean, he's got to know we're on. Uh, yeah, well, keep keep trying, keep calling. Um, but uh, while we're waiting to get Francesco on, let me tell you that uh, one of the first people I met in, uh, in in Willamette Valley in Oregon was Dick Erath. I met him in Aspen. He said, "You got to come to the Dundee Hills, and, and you got to come visit Willamette Valley." And uh, he passed away March 29th. He was 87. Uh, you know, it says no cause of death was announced. 87's a good run. But uh, he did so much for Oregon winemaking. And really, him and David Adelsheim uh, really made the Shehalem Mountains and in many ways the entire Willamette Valley known for Oregon Pinot Noir. And uh, I'll never forget the first time I had a Oregon wine. It was a Pinot Noir, and it was uh, from Erath. And Dick Erath, I'm telling you, uh, he, he didn't get to Oregon until 1968, and he went there with the goal of establishing a vineyard. He began planting his site the following year, becoming the third grape grower in Willamette Valley. And you got to think back. This was when, certainly here in, in Kansas, but anywhere in the U.S., 
we just didn't really hear much or have access to wines from Oregon. It really was the mid-60s and on was the beginning of wine growing in Willamette Valley. Uh, he did something really cool. In 1971, uh, him and Cal Knudsen established the first vineyard for Erath. And, and and Dick started growing grapes full-time. And this was such a, a risky thing. 71, uh, not many people are planting grapes. Not many people have had success with grape growing in Willamette Valley for a number of reasons. Soil is great in certain spots and less great in others, so you had to choose wisely. Uh, uh, they joined forces together, and him and uh, Cal Knudsen formed Knudsen Erath in 1975. Uh, <laughs> again, starting a winery in 1975 in Lemmon Valley was, had to be something. Uh, to move up to a commercial winemaking operation and make enough to sell uh, didn't really happen until 1987. They were producing 35,000 cases annually, and that's what allowed them to be one of the first uh, of Willamette Valley producers to send their wines into the global wine market, or at least into the national wine market through the distribution system. Uh, in 1988, uh, Erath and Knudsen split amicably, but Dick continued to make wine under the Erath moniker, and production continued to grow. In 2006, they produced 70,000 cases, both nationally and internationally distributed, and that, that was really something. Here's a, a part that I'm not that fond of. In 2006, uh, you know, you dangle millions of dollars in front of somebody that's been working their fingers to the bone for years, uh, it's hard to pass up. St. Michelle Wine Estates in 2006 purchased Erath. It was the state's largest Pinot producer at the time, and it was it was good for the entire industry because now we have all the money behind St. Michelle Wine Estates. But uh, I just hated to see Dick Erath not be at the helm of Erath. But, uh, man... He demonstrated that you could make money in Willamette Valley in the wine business. He was the first one, well, I think he was the first in, in Oregon to sell his business, make a profit. Uh, but he had built it so, he, he really worked hard to build it up and make it what it was, and it was just a shame. But uh, pretty cool stuff. We'll, I, I have more to talk about, Dick, and I wish I had some Erath wines, but I do have a great Italian wine for the Wine of the Week. Hopefully, we'll hear from my guest, uh, Francesco Iovan, uh, so we can talk to him about meals and memories with Nono. N-O-N-N-O. -N -N -O. Uh, you want to learn more? Go to goodlifeguy.com. There's links to uh, his website, his uh, uh, Facebook page, all that, uh, and you can order a book. The book is so interesting. It's Like I said, I'm a big food picture guy, not so many food pictures here, like none, but some great family pics. And it just makes me think of my mom and dad and my sister and uh, those that have passed on before us. Uh, old family pictures, you know, they're not the best quality like your iPhone would take, but they're, they're really good.
But I digress. The wine of the week coming up later in the program is called Amicone or Amicone. Depends on where you're from. Uh, it's from Cantin, Cantina de Ora. This wine is interesting in that it is partially made in the style of Amarone, where the grapes, or at least some of them, are, are air-dried. Some are allowed to hang long on the vineyard and, and, and desiccate and dry, concentrate the sugar in the fruit. Some are made traditionally, and then the blend is put together. It's, it's a Rosso de Veneto. The Veneto is a region up in northern Italy, and this is just a, a typical red wine from that region. Uh, 14% by alcohol. It's a big award winner. I'll tell you more about it later. We'll take a break. We'll try and get my guest on the line. If we don't, I'll tell you about the book myself. And I still got more to tell you about Dick Erath, whether I hold that till the second half if we get uh, Francesco on or we'll just wing it. I hope you're having a great weekend. God, if you haven't been outside, <coughs> excuse me, farmer's market started today. And what a beautiful day to do that. My personal reverend, Cindy Watson, was at the farmer's market and posted a picture of all the goodies she bought. This is the time of year to buy your leafy greens, and those are the first some of the first things that come up. I, I wish I could have been there. Well, next week. We'll see. I'm Guy Bauer. It's a good life. Quick break, and we'll be right back with a little more food, wine, and fun for your ears. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 